I just wanted to get on here really quickly and just uh, deliver this message that God had given me about a week ago and again today. So, um, it, so I was on my way to go to the grocery store and I was, you know, going to speed limit at first and then I see like five other cars just passing me. And I'm like, okay, um, maybe I'm just driving too slow. So I just started to, you know, foot on the gas to go a little bit faster. And immediately God spoke to me. He was just like, Tiana, go to speed limit. You know, don't go 50 miles per hour. My new speed limit was 35 miles per hour. So I'm trying to catch up, you know, with the pace of everyone else. And he was just like, you know, I didn't call you to fit in in this world. I didn't call you to go the speed of this world I called you to go at the speed of the foundation that I'm creating for you which is a very stable foundation and it just you know hit me it was just like you know this is love this is what love is you know God created me and I was wonderfully made in his image and it is the foundation that he's created for me and the story that he's writing for me and all I have to do is just take his lead and just trust him and you know I know the enemy you know plants the negative thoughts in our minds and it's just you know sometimes we allow it to get to us but now it's it's the time where we as Christians start to take back over those thoughts to get back control because the enemy doesn't want you to know that God has given you this power. Like you were born with power. God has given you and planted something in you that the enemy doesn't want you to find out. He doesn't want you walking in your purpose. He doesn't want you to find or figure out the purpose that God has created for you. So, you know, with all that being said is, you know, sometimes the enemy makes you think, oh, you're not good enough. You're not far enough ahead in the Bible. But with these thoughts, you have to capture them. You have to grab them by the stronghold and demolish it with truth. That's the only thing. And, you know, you speak life over yourself. There's life and power in your tongue. And if you don't understand the power that you know, you have, then start asking God to renew your mind. Start asking God to, you know, give you a open heart, give you a loving heart because you have it. The enemy does not want, he doesn't want an empty vessel. That's why he's coming so hard after you. And, you know, some of us may be experiencing spiritual warfare. And that's only because the devil is trying to get you He wants you to think that you're not good enough, you're not worthy, like you're not important. He wants you to think all these things, but it clearly states in God's word that you are more than enough. And God loves you so much. Like his unconditional love is amazing. He sent his only son, Jesus Christ, to die on the cross for everyone in their sins. When Christ was up there... On the cross, he didn't think of the world as a whole. He thought of everybody individually. He thought of everybody personally to die for them. His death was personal. It was personally for you. So you take that personal. So when you feel like you're about to commit a sin, immediately start praying out loud. And, you know, ask God to, you know, help you get this. Ask the Holy Spirit to guide you. 
on the right path. But the devil doesn't want you to know that you have this close relationship or God is so close to you. He doesn't want you to know that. That's why he's coming so hard after you because it's what lives in you. And it's the Holy Spirit, the closest thing to Jesus Christ, the closest thing to God. And, you know, just also, um, you know, knowing that God is like, you know, don't keep up with the speed of this world. Like, you go at the pace that I'm allowing you to go. Like, you know, you go at the pace that I'm guiding you because the Holy Spirit guides us. Um, This scripture, John 15, verse 19 the world will love you as one of its own if you belong to it. But you're no longer a part of this world. So I chose you to come out of this world. So it hates you. That right there is literally everything I said just summed up. The enemy doesn't want you to live an eternal life with God. He doesn't want that. You were wonderfully made in God's image. Like he loves you so much and I know sometimes as Christians you know we go through things and we're just like you know God this is hard like I feel like you're punishing me no when God is separating you and when God is developing you don't take it as a punishment you know you take that as hey God is like hey I need he wants to spend all this time with me because he loves me so much and he wants to my our relationship to grow further that way that nothing can separate us and i know that some of us you know want you know to be married and we want to have our kingdom spouses but god isn't going to extinguish somebody that is going that you are going to you know shift your focus just to that person only no you need to be able to have a full conversation with god every day you know still be in love and still intact with god and also your spouse as well and, you know, I know this world can be very harsh and there's some things that makes us very angry, you know, whether it's dealing with coworkers or whether it's dealing with, you know, everyday people that you come across at the gas station or the grocery store. But you have to keep in mind that non-believers don't read the Bible. You know, they read you because when they read us, our characteristics should be Christ-like. You know, they should demonstrate actions of Christ. And, you know, as forgiving people, we're forgiving people that our forgiveness demonstrates God's forgiveness, meaning that we are so forgiving and so loving. And when we demonstrate these characteristics, it demonstrates characteristics of Jesus Christ. And, you know, start start just fasting and start praying and stuff. And, you know, that forgiveness is in Matthew chapter 6, verse 15, you know, and you are the light in the dark situation. So, you know, what's another John first, the what is it? John chapter one, verse five, you know. The light shines in the darkness and the darkness has not overcome it. And just breaking down that um, verse, to me, it just means that, you know, we're called to be in uncomfortable situations in this life, in this life to be the light in the darkness. So you feel like God is placing you in this place and it's just horrible. Like it, it sucks. Like, God, why did you place me here? I don't want to be here. But in reality, God called you there. To be the light. God called you there to share his word. God called you there to be loving. God called you there to be nurturing. 
you know, God wakes you up every day because you have purpose. If you have a pulse, you have a purpose. And I just want everybody to know that God loves you so much. Like he gave his only son up for all of us. And, you know, sometimes like I think about it and I'm like, God, you did this because you like you really, really, really love us. And sometimes, you know, just start talking to God out loud and just know that he loves you so much. So I just, you know, highly encourage you guys to just start, you know, talking to God and start talking to him out loud. Sometimes like you realize like, hey, God, I just answered this question like you're giving me this like. You know, you guys are having a conversation. And another thing that I always, you know, try to reiterate in each message is that, um, you know, we want to hear God's voice more than, you know, often. Like some of us have heard it, some of us haven't. And um, sometimes we just have to be quiet. Sometimes we just have to sit in a quiet space and be intimate with God and his word. And sometimes, yes, we're praying and we're thinking and we're going. We just moving, 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 moving. And, you know, our mind, we're just constantly running. But sometimes you just have to be quiet. Sometimes you just have to sit down and just read and worship and, you know, pray with God. But then once, you know, you're praising and you're worshiping, you're, you know, you're done. Just be quiet. And sometimes just listen because God isn't, he isn't yelling at you. Like, he, he's talking. He's always talking to us. We just have to be quiet enough and calm our minds enough to just hear him talk. You know, and he just, I just want to get on here and just say, y'all, he loves y'all so much. And, you know, oftentimes, like, you know, this world, you know, it makes you angry. And, um, you know, back to going to, you know, non-believers read us, not the Bible. Um, Just going back to that. It clearly, you know, gives a self-explanatory definition, meaning that everything we do, our actions and our characteristics should be Christ-like. To know that, you know, Christ loves us so much and that love should be demonstrated throughout our everyday life. You know, whether that person made us mad, whether, you know, they did the most, you know, bad thing to you, you know still show that love because you know we mess up all the time we have done some stuff everybody knows we have done some stuff and you know the lord still sat right there he still loved us he didn't look at us different he still forgave us so why can't you forgive somebody for the littlest thing that they did you know when you don't forgive somebody that like it's like you're accumulating a boulders and it's heavy and it's dragging you down and you can't walk in your purpose because you haven't forgiven that person yeah i know some people that have you know messed up and do some really really mean and horrible things to you but you still forgive that person because that's what god would do you would want god to forgive you if you did some really bad so i'm just gonna get on here and just say that you know he loves you so much i love you And, you know, you guys, if you ever need anything, you know, you guys can contact me. But also, I want you guys to remember that he loves you so much. I can't reiterate that enough to say, like, how much he loves us. Knowing that this man gave his life, his whole life for us. And he died for each and every one of our sins. And some of us still sin and, you know, 
like sometimes y'all I can't even lie. I see somebody just doing something. They know it's a sin. And, they, and you still do it. It just makes me so mad. But Christ, you know, it's like, no. That's not your place. Like, you can't judge them. That's my that's my place. You know, that's my job. And I just need you to love on them. And, you know, I just need you to pray for them. That's all you can do is pray. Like, we can't judge nobody after some of the stuff that we have done as Christians. No, you can't, you can't, we can't, we don't, that's not our place, you can't judge nobody. So I'm going to end this, and I just, you know, hope you guys have a great week ahead of you guys, and know that I love you, and if you guys ever need any support, you always can reach out to me on my social media, and you guys have a great one.